Hey guys, this is Adam Carswell, the founder of the Dream Chasers platform, and thank you for tuning into our content. We've got some phenomenal creators making a name for themselves on this platform, and we just want to say thank you for going on this journey with us. It's been a lot of fun over the past few years, and hey, we're just getting started. We would also like to take this moment to shine light on our sponsor, Raise Masters, the number one mastermind for elite capital raisers. To learn more about Raise Masters, you can go to raisemasters.com. That's raisemasters.com. And again, thank you for investing your most valuable resource with us, your time. Now kick back and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the TGIF with Courtney podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Stone, and today we're joined by a great guest, Joey Langenbrunner. Joey, how are you today? I am doing absolutely splendid. I'm splendid in yourself, Courtney. Okay, I had a little trip up with my own words, so I probably passed it. Yeah, no. Right. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm just going to jump right in there. Why don't you uh, tell me a little bit about yourself and what you're doing today and how you've gotten there? Yeah, sure. So um, my name um, is Jerry Langerbunner. Um, I've been um, living in this world for about 30 years now. And um, I've been working um, recently kind of um, in like the Bitcoin space. Um, you know, so I'm sure um, a lot of your fans know about Adam. Uh, I'm Carswell. I met him through um, the Liberland project um, a few years ago. So I worked for the government of the Free Republic of Liberland. You know, that's kind of like in the Bitcoin sphere. And then um, recently, um, if some of your fans know, um, the country of El Salvador just recognized Bitcoin as legal tender. And so when that came about, uh, you know, I, I traveled down there to kind of see, you know, what's going on in the Bitcoin world. Um, and then as well, um, I actually started an immigration agency down in um, El Salvador to help like Bitcoiners move down there. So like this is where I am now. So I've been in the crypto space doing Liberland stuff. And now I'm kind of like in the immigration space, but still kind of in the Bitcoin space. So long story short. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And how did you get introduced to Bitcoin? Have you had your eye on it for a while or what, how'd you come about that? Yeah. So I found out about it back in 2016. Um, so I'm based here in, um, in the U S and I was quite heavily involved, um, in the political scene. Um, so like I'm originally from um, the state of Ohio. So I was kind of just doing like state politics and stuff like that. And I was just like, so fed up with the system and everything. And I started going towards um, more of like a libertarian, you know, type of mindset. And I was like, I, you know, and then from, you know, like that kind of mindset, I found out you know, like about Bitcoin, that's like this like sovereign money that people can use, you know, like all around the globe. And so like, we don't have to be controlled by like this like big like banking institution, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm sure like everyone's heard this, you know, millions of times at this point. Um, and I just got completely uh, obsessed with it. And, and here I am today. Yeah, no, uh, I like that. I think everyone's getting much more introduced to it than it's been around. Bitcoin's been around since what, 2008 or something around there, right? So I think it definitely has shown people that you don't need to keep your money where you have to go out and physically get it. You don't have to have a bank control it. You can actually be financially free in some point. So I, I love that. And yeah, I'm from Illinois, so I understand like, oh. the politics of it, of it all and wanting to kind of get out of that space. So. You guys have it worse. 
Yeah, yeah, we have some interesting uh, government, but you know, it's it's okay. I'm living in Chicago, so dealing with what we can, especially during COVID. But you know, but um, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, it, it's like that. Yeah, <laughs> but no, that's awesome. So, how did you kind of drive? What was your main driver to then kind of branch out and go into the space, make a political name for yourself somewhere else than in the states? Like you, what um, what really motivated you to do that? Um, I just really wanted to look for, um, kind of just, I mean, just as anybody, anyone wants to really just make a change in the world. If we could make, um, a positive change, you know, especially in ourselves, you know, that's the most important thing, but if we can at least make a positive, um, impact on the world as well, you know, so those kind of like my main, um, like motivations. Yeah, no, I like that. Um, I think it's great. I think more people need to kind of like step back from the huge political scene and then kind of evaluate what they want to do, like how you've done, I think, separating yourself from one governmental system from another. So I think that's very commendable that you went through that process and then are trying to actively help people as well. So that's an amazing story right there. <laughs> I mean, and what got you into politics too? Because I know that's a space that usually kind of pushes people out. Like they don't want to be part of politics at all. It's a very hit or miss subject with some. Right. I know like you get involved and then you just like, you see like how like corrupt everything is. And it's like, oh, this is crazy. This is, this, this like sucks. You know, like I'm sure, you know, be you being in Chicago, like Chicago is like this like very famous place where it's just like so much corruption's going on, like gangs and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And it's just so like, you guys haven't had it worse than, you know, me growing up in Ohio and event. And like now I'm currently like in Miami, which I'm sure has its own problems. <laughs> but uh, like, I don't know, just, I just wanted to, wanted to do something and kind of like fast forward. Like I just got like so fed up that like I got involved like in the Bitcoin space and then the Bitcoin space led me to, you know, getting involved with like the Free Republic of Liberland, you know, and we're trying to create like a transparent government. So it's like, all right, we get like this tax money in from people. And I'm like, what do we do with the money and stuff like that? Um, you know, because I'm just like, I'm trying to just like look for answers to all this. And, it's, and I'm just like reaching for like these, you know, like almost like pie in the sky things that I'm like, you know, like, hey and ideas and more people are reaching for it. And, you know, and those goals and those ideas and these visions are getting closer and closer and more real um, in real time. And, and it's just a beautiful thing. Yeah. If that kind of makes sense, like you like enough people are going for like some certain dream, like eventually that dream is just going to like manifest itself. Yeah. Uh, I like, I like the manifestations. That's a huge thing going on right now with everyone. You got to manifest your dreams. Right. Exactly. Reality. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, that's great. So I know that's not like a typical job that most people have, especially like how the political structure of your thing works. And then also your um, Bitcoin side of your uh, professional career. How is your work and like work-life balance? Like how do you actually function on a day-to-day basis and what's kind of different from others like that? Right, so I like to keep myself busy. Um, so, So also for the past like, six years I've been working for like a Bitcoin ATM company. So that was kind of like my first introduction into, you know, like the Bitcoin space. Um, I keep myself, you know, busy working with the government of Liberland. And then, um, you know, as I said earlier, I just started like this immigration agency in El Salvador 
um, you know, to help get like digital nomads to move down to El Salvador. And of course, like with Bitcoin, the whole, you know, this whole like legal tender, you can move down there, you can buy your tacos or, you know, or like buy, or, you know, pay rent or whatever, like in Bitcoin. And it's like, we're seeing like this mix between like everyone's working remote, traveling the world, becoming I'm like digital, I'm like nomads. And then now Bitcoin's like your own bank. And I'm like, this is, you know, this is the answer to all that, like, all this, all these things, you know, that we're trying to, you know, kind of like, I don't know if like manifest is the right word, but like society is like going towards, you know, like, all right, Bitcoin's own bank. I can just work from, you know, like this laptop, you know, that we're both staring at right now, anywhere in the world. And so we're going to just like see a world where just everyone's just using crypto. Everyone's living wherever, you know, they want, you know, wherever they feel comfortable, you know, if it's in Chicago, I'm not sure I understand, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful city i'm not <laughs> yeah the city's great just the the corruption blow up <laughs> you know but yeah. yeah it just seems like personally for me like there's way too cold like i like warm climates like i just can't or like growing up in ohio like i never want to see snow again <laughs> <laughs> i actually love the snow i i am I'm, I'm okay <laughs> no but it's good hey. I'll travel somewhere but maybe not florida in the summer <laughs> to get some sun florida's a little uh Definitely with their humidity, I feel so. Yeah, no, it can definitely get crazy down here. It's like I completely understand. Like the world is like so big that we all have like choices on you know like where we want to go. And the fact that you know you found a place where you can see snow and the weather's not crazy hot, you know, you know, like that's amazing. Like that's awesome. And you too. I mean, Florida's not the snow part, but Florida's still great. I think all around just. Just the temperature, I don't know if I could handle, <laughs> but no, um, that's awesome. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Teach their own. But yeah, so are you, do you think most people are going to, I mean, we've already started because of COVID, but do you think people more so are going to try to become digital nomads and really try to branch out in the world and live in other places and experience life in a completely different way that we have the past decades? Like, usually you've got roots somewhere, but people are moving all around now and traveling all around. And I think it's really changed everyone's mindset. Yeah. Yeah. This has been crazy. And I think COVID was kind of um, like, it really helped accelerate this because before this, I was not working from home. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I mean, like I had like a sales region that I was in, you know, but I really couldn't leave that. So, so I think, COVID really accelerated this whole process where it's like, all right, you know, be safe in your home, you know, you know, whatever. And people have different opinions on that. Um, but I, but I think that's, it's a good thing that we can have choice because, and I think this ties into like corruption, but um, in the fact that, you know, like so many people love, you know, like LA, Chicago, New York city, Miami, you know, you know, you know, some of these cities are, you know, can be very, very corrupt, but it's like, if we had a choice on where we want to go, you know, maybe we want to go down to El Salvador, you know, and I'm, you know, and they definitely have their own corruption, but, you know, maybe I'll get treated better. Maybe I want to go to like a Panama city, or maybe I want to go to Europe and, you know, go to Paris, but, you know, there's definitely corruption there, but, you know, like we have a choice, Yeah. <laughs> you know, where we want to go. So like, so like in a really weird way, like these like cities or these countries will essentially have to like compete for us, you know, and that's why in the past, like two years, uh, we've seen um, all these various countries coming out with like this like digital nomad visas, you know, like almost like all these Caribbean islands are coming out with like these digital nomad visas. 
um, like Croatia is like a big place. Like imagine just like working from, you know, from Croatia off of like a beautiful beach. Uh, you know, I think like Spain came out with stuff like that. And now like we can just go wherever. And then you got like all these countries just like trying to compete, you know, for me and you, because like if we go there, then, you know, we're buying food, uh, we're helping at the local economy, you know, we're paying like, you know, sales tax or VAT. So we're helping, you know, contribute to like, to the, to the society there and everything like that. So we're getting into a more globalized world where, um, you know, countries will essentially have to like compete. And from my mind, I, hopefully that will lower corruption, you know, because like these governments will want to be more transparent. So like, I see that as a positive thing. And then of course we have more choice and go wherever we want, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I love working off my laptop. It gives me more flexibility, but also sometimes I wish I had like a, a full on office space, at least from that side. But one, <laughs> I mean, it can get a little distracting in my room. You know, you get, you get more sidelined. There's not like a boss hovering over you or other workers, but other than that, no, um, right. I love the point. Like I know Lieberland just had their seventh anniversary. Am I correct? Uh, a little bit ago. Right. And I was listening to one of the, um, interviews on there and they kind of they made like the exact same point you did whereas like once go um, governments and people start moving around and having to kind of not fight for citizenship but like they have to work for their citizens and attract people because I think moving to a digital world um, you kind of the person gets to choose what citizenship they want, where they want to go, what fits their needs. And I think that puts way more pressure on the government to, like you said, be less corrupt, like work for their citizens. So I think that's a great thing that is definitely, hopefully what works for a lot of other countries than just Liberland and other smaller countries. Cause I think that would change our political system as like a whole nation. <laughs> but Right. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, like, I mean, you know, like, I'm from the US, you know, like I, I love this country in a way and just like the direction it's going is like making me so sad. And I'm just like, all right, you know what? Like I'm going to go out and check out like different jurisdictions, you know, like, you know, if you're not going to make me feel welcome and you know, all these things, like I'll go somewhere else. And, and like, that's okay. You know, like if you're ever in a bad like relationship or the relationship isn't working out for you, you know, like wherever you're living, Maybe that's like an extreme example, but, um, or maybe it isn't, you know, you can simply just go somewhere else and I just work with my laptop. I can, you know, like our credit cards work everywhere, you know, basically, um, unless you have like American Express, but, um, <laughs> you know, and a lot of places, you know, you can deal like with Bitcoin and stuff like that. You can get like those, I, I actually don't have one of those, but you can get like one of those cards where you can just like load up like your Bitcoin on and then you just like spend it anywhere in the world and then like it, it converts into a, like the local currency that's so cool yeah i i do remember um i just heard that one of uh i can't remember which country is a small country but they moved completely to like bitcoin trading because their their money was so deflated um but then bitcoin dropped a little bit a few weeks ago so now they're kind of scrambling but i think it's to be said that like once it becomes much more stable because i think it is because way more people are investing in it so there's just more um less problems I guess for it and becoming more centralized in the world and the natural currency like I know the only thing that I've heard of I haven't heard of the bitcoin card but I have heard of the, the venmo card <laughs> where you can like tap and pay like a credit card but um I think right. it's awesome they're coming out with every single different scenario for bitcoin now like it's an actual yeah bank almost but not a bank at all because <laughs> it's decentralized but 
Yeah. Right, 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 right. And, and, and like the reason why I'm just like completely like obsessed with the space and, you know, like you're talking about, you know, people can be like a citizen of anywhere and stuff like that. And, and so like, actually, like, let me talk about that. This is fascinating to me because I know so many people that are out there actually like trying to get like, you know, like trying to become like citizens of, of like different countries. Like, sure. Like I'm a citizen of Liberland. Um, I'm sure you might be on the track. Maybe you might not. Um, <laughs> maybe one day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know, and like, sure. It's an unrecognized country. So we where can you really go on that passport right now? Um, you know, but um, you know, like my wife is working towards, you know, like an EU passport. Um and also, like, the reason why I started an immigration agency down in El Salvador is because they're going to be, like, selling their passport, like, for Bitcoin soon. So I'm essentially going to be in the business of selling a country's passport. So people can just essentially buy this passport. And then, you know, if they're traveling around the world, depending on what country they enter, they could either enter with, like, their U.S. passport or their Canadian passport or, you know, or whatever, or their, you know, like El Salvadorian passport, like depending on which country you go. So it's like almost like you have two identities. So like, let's say, for example, you wanted to go to Russia, you know, like Russia is like all over the news, um, you know, like let's say you have, you, you have some friends, you know, and you want to go to there, like maybe you would use your El Salvador passport to get into Russia. Because if you try to use your U.S. passport, you wouldn't really be allowed. And, you know, like a city like Moscow, like, I'm sure like the clubbing scene is like really cool there. So like, might want to check that out. Um, you know, eventually after all, like all this horrible stuff is done, but you know, like we got to think about the future, you know, like depending on where you go, which different identity do you want to use? And I think that gives um, more power, you know, to us as like, in, uh, us as like individuals, you know? And I think that's really, really important. And like that helps with like the whole competition thing, um, you know, because then now, governments will want to attract you. They'll make things easier to be transparent. You know, like, where are you spending all this money? Is this, is our taxpayer money actually being, you know, used to like help people, you know, are they actually being used to fix the roads or, you, you know, like we just, you know, like, I don't mind paying a little bit of taxes, but like, you know, is it actually going towards like a good cause? Yeah. You know, like something that is actually going to help out, you know, like me and you, you know, yeah. so <laughs> I, I definitely understand the the tax uh good and like good and bads of it like we can take out some i i love uh i love having nice roads and nice cities and stuff but maybe right. not so much for my income needs to come out that much but you know right the middle class gets hit like the hardest like not i mean i like what is it 95 percent of um the u.s's income tax is paid by um like the actual like millionaires and billionaires and the only other small portion, which is still like probably millions of dollars is paid by like the middle class and lower class. But like people always give them crap about that. I, I like to think that. Oh yeah. No, like our, yeah, no, yeah. Like in the U S we're just like, so weird. Like I, like, I'm I, like, I'm still trying to do my taxes like from like last year doing doing like an extension. Cause it's just like so complicated and, and I'm just, you know, and then I'm like, finally, like, oh, I owe this much. Like, what do you mean? Like, I've been paying taxes all year. Like, now I owe this much because, like, I just started, you know, like, I have like a company on the side, and, and I'm just like, this is so confusing. And it's like spending so much time, and I'm just like, 
can this be like easy and can you be transparent please yeah that's all we ask it shouldn't be that hard but you know hopefully one day soon we'll get there but yeah so awesome stuff brought up um I kind of want to change the tune a little bit so what other passions do you have other than bitcoin and um helping people become freer in their lives what do you do for fun I guess (laughs) this <laughs> i don't know like i'm always Maybe thinking fair. about like i don't like i've gotten this question before and i'm like um well um let me see i do bike every single day so in between working i like to like being being in miami um the whole city's flat and i'm like right next to the beach so i can just like bike like right on the beach every single day and just like check out you know just like the absolute like beautiful place you know that i'm living so i guess sightseeing the the beaches and biking but maybe a few hours a day but the rest of the time i'm just trying to help you know like better myself first uh you know and then my family and then you know like the world around me yeah and i think that's that's amazing because most of your your life you're dedicating to your job and helping others and then you give your time like little you give yourself little times of rest and stuff like that so I think it's also very different yeah, we all need that yeah <laughs> I've never I've never had anyone um having a job like this where it's fully dedicated to really like helping others I mean so I have a lot of entrepreneurs on here and they run their businesses but they take like time off vacation they said like you're you're you seem like you have a great setup there and you love what you're doing so I'm very happy you came on and shared your story I'm very grateful and hopefully it'll yeah, thank you so much, uh, Courtney. push the governments for uh new passports and financial freedom and transparency and stuff like that if someone catches the listen but (laughs) I know like I sometimes think like my thoughts are kind of crazy but like the more I just like talk to people out I'm just like you know what I I think I'm like completely sane like if you're not on board with this like what are you doing because like (laughs) we just want you know like we want to be in an environment that we can like help like foster you know um, our companies, our family, and live in a good, good environment, you know, and like the U.S. is like a decent place for that overall, you know, but, you know, we, but we, but, you know, like the world is, is a big place and we can make the world better. Yeah, completely agree. I think the one thing that might be holding some people back is just like fear of change. And especially with like a giant structure like this, like politics and stuff, like they get caught up in the details and maybe they don't want as much freedom like they like that they have the structure of government that's covering everything for them but i mean i don't know that might be holding them back i think if if you just yeah society then it it's going to be way easier than they think it's just like with more freedom comes more responsibility kind of thing so right right and it's like do you want the responsibility or not yeah yeah but it's I tough. Think, no, it's tough. I, your view is a great view. I I, I agree. With you. Okay. So I'm not. I'm not just. I was playing devil's advocate for a little bit there, but yeah, just trying to appeal to all crowds, just in case that might be what's holding them back. That might not. I could be completely wrong. My opinion is not better than anyone else's. Well, sure, maybe. absolutely. But yeah, everyone has equal <laughs> equal opportunity. I think I like my opinion, and I like your opinion, but not everyone would agree with that. But yes, anyway. And that's okay. Sorry, I'm that's, I went on a little perfect, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, thank you so much, Joey. I just have one final fun question for you. Um, so it is Friday. Um, what favorite song or podcast maybe when you're biking today, if you haven't gotten the chance yet, uh, will you be blasting? 
Um, so when I bike, I either like to listen to random, I'm um, like crypto podcasts, or I like to listen to just like straight up like club music. Gotcha. I, I like, I like the vibe either full work or just full on like party. I love that. Because I like, um, you know, if any of your listeners ever been down to Miami, like everywhere you go, it's like, it's like everywhere you go. And it's just like, it just, it's just part of the culture. Like it's kind of annoying. And I'm like, I feel like I'm way too old for it, but it's like, <laughs> like it's it's, it's like totally the vibe of Miami like I hate it but I love it at the same time but it just like if you ever come down here just like restaurants just like or even coffee shops it's just like they're playing club music everywhere you go and it's like the strangest thing like do you guys even work and it's like no this is how we work <laughs> yeah. I'll so I'll have to note that when I actually come visit Miami because I've never been so it's 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 weird but like you come down here and you kind of just like expect that like you go to like a chill coffee shop and you'd expect like chill music and it's like <laughs> interesting I don't know if I would expect it in a coffee shop that's the one place I would not expect it like their libraries it's... soft beats in the background too Miami Miami is is very very you know like unique you know like every big city has like their own like unique thing and Miami is just like way out like in left field like it's just like Awesome though. We got, we have diversity in our cities in the U S exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Joey, for coming on and talking with me today. I loved hearing your story and I hope people get motivated by this idea um, that we've been talking about and yeah. Um, I hope you have a great weekend. Any uh, final comments or stuff you want to leave with the crowd? Uh, yeah. Um, I'll just like to do a plug in. Um, if you guys want to find um, a place that is accepting of like digital nomads, um, you can go to my immigration agency's website, which is elsalvadorcip.com. Um, eventually, we're going to be selling the passport for like some Bitcoin, stuff like that. But we also do like nomad visas and stuff like that. So if you're thinking you want to go to a tropical place, so, you know like we don't quite get snow so if your snow's your thing you know like we're not for you but if you want to go to a tropical place that is cheap and you know you could spend bitcoin and you know check out um it's a beautiful place to surf waves and stuff like that so you know, so whenever i get down there again i and you get back you know into surfing and stuff like that um yeah so i'll start with our cip come be um a digital nomad um uh, in a warm tropical place um, and everyone listening, that will be linked in the show notes as well. So yeah, go check it out. And yeah, thank you again so much, Joey. Really appreciate it. And that's TGIF with Courtney. Thanks, guys.